Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How would you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset, and that's when you can reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Look, it's summertime. Transfer window is coming up. It's gonna get crazy. So if you ever just wanna, again, take a step back and relax, read the transfer rounds, read the gossip rumors, grab a Coors Light. It'll be perfect companion for all those transfer merry-go-rounds. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when the beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Now that it's finally hot in Minnesota, I'm going to be looking for an easy beer to drink, and Coors Light is perfect for that. It's lagered, it's cold filtered, and it's cold packaged. It's, again, made to chill. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies perfect for a moment to unwind and so when you want to hit reset reach for the beer that's made to chill get coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart coors brewing company golden colorado and as always celebrate all right so you're listening to this podcast right now london is blue and guess what we host our podcast on anchor.fm that's right if you're looking to host your own podcast this is the easiest free way to get started. This got a content creation tool allows you to record and the podcast right from a phone. That's right. Don't even need a computer, but you can do it there too. They'll also help you distribute it, which is probably the most challenging part. You don't want to have to mess with that. They got you covered. You can get it right on a Spotify and Apple podcast as well as any other place podcasts are found. And you know what? You can monetize it too. Make a little cash for sharing your great content with the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one individual place. So you know what? Head over to your app store, download the Anchor app, or head to anchor.fm to get started if you're ready to launch your podcast and make it happen. Hey there, Chelsea fans. Before we jump into the Mason Mount interview, I just want to give a quick shout out. If you didn't listen to episode one with Bobby Tambling, club legend, go back and do that. All of these episodes are going to be in a playlist on YouTube. Otherwise, go back and check our catalog wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you listen to the entire series. You're going to want to make sure you don't miss an episode. All right, here we go. Mason Mount Chelsea DNA interview. Here we go. All right. Well, welcome back, Chelsea fans, to another special London is Blue podcast in our Chelsea DNA series. We're here at Chelsea's training ground with Mason Mount. It's great to talk to you, Mason. No, it's great to be here. Great to speak to you guys. Um, well, so obviously we're talking about trying the players trying to, as fans, understand a little bit more of what it is to play for Chelsea, what it is to be Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the the idea of what we're looking to get out of this. So, um, you know, growing up at the academy, been here a while, <laughs> been familiar for you that you, you've spent quite a bit of time here. Um, when you were six, did, did you know what it meant to join Chelsea, a club like this? Or is it still kind of a, a more of a foreign idea at that time? Um... I think if you, when you're that young, it's you're joining this massive club. Um, you, you're young and you're enjoying football, so 
you don't really take the the kind of pressure side of it and anything you're just loving playing football and and you're at Chelsea so it's a massive honor and um you're loving training with the with the other boys the competition's so high so yeah it's it's, it's um as you get older you kind of realize the 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 stature of the club and how much history it has but at that young age you don't really know too much about it i think when do you think it, that moment happened for you? When did it click when you realized just how massive an honor it was for you? Um, I think probably when you sign at under eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's only two years two years on, <laughs> but um, you sign you're at the, you sign the the, tre- the ground at Stamford Bridge, and it's such a big thing. And that's when you you kind of realize like I'm at Chelsea. This is such a massive club, and. Um, for me, I didn't realise how far I would go. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been an unbelievable journey since that time. Well, so what are your first impressions when you get here and that you're, you're kind of in the under-8s, you're signed, players, staff, kind of ground? Like, how are you taking it all in? I think the big thing that stood out to me was the competition between the boys, how high um, it was. And all the boys coming from different parts of the country, mostly around London but because I'm a Portsmouth boy I was meeting the boys from London and uh, realizing how good they were and it was me coming in from Portsmouth not too close um driving up my family driving me up um it was kind of a different feeling I was training at Portsmouth I was training at Southampton as well so um when I come to Chelsea you kind of get that feeling this is different this is different level um and that's always something that stuck with me through the younger ages so obviously you've been here and stuff. Like, wh- what were your kind of impressions early on of the facilities, staff, kind of just the way the club was structured? I know it's kind of weird. You're six, but maybe like as you get older and you have a little bit of perspective, I'm sure maybe some of your mates ended up going to different clubs and things like that. Yeah, um, as I said, I was training at Portsmouth and Southampton, and um, nothing against Portsmouth because that's my club. But I remember we used to train at like a kind of school, kind of like a school, um, and the goals were like benches. So we'd use benches as goals. Um, that's obviously nothing against them because that's my club, that's <laughs> my heart. So, um, but yeah, that and I would, I would train there, and then I would come to Chelsea, and it was like we was in the dome, goals everywhere. The the, the training, what it was like, it was like as I said, a different level, and that's that's definitely something that stood out, and um, that's why I loved coming because it was tough, um, and I loved that challenge when yeah, throughout throughout the ages. Who were some of those first uh, players or coaches that made an impact on you as you were making kind of that introduction to the the club? Yeah, so um, Tammy and Fig, they're, they're always a year above me. So at the, the young age, at the start, I wasn't really playing with them. But um, I think a couple of players, you know, Trev Chaloba was my mm-hmm. age. Um, Declan Rice has now moved on, but he was my age as well. Um, Eddie from Eddie and Ketier from Arsenal. All our age, so we had a we had a very good a good squad, um, and yeah, they're the boys that kind of stood out and moved on to do better better things. So um, yeah, and the coaches Bob Osborne, um, Frank O'Brien, um, Michael Bill, all the ones from that younger age that always stood out to me and and um, helped me develop, and all the boys helped them develop. Yeah. So as you're kind of getting through, you know up to the U18s, are there major moments or matches that you can kind of point back to and say, yeah, that was the day that I kind of took a next step? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the main ones with the, was the Arsenal games. Um, they were always the ones that was the most intense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
always felt there was there was more on the line than just a normal game, normal um, game you'd play every week. That I remember we played away one time um, and I scored. Uh, I think we scored. It was a winner. I scored the first goal or something, and we won the game at their place. And it just at that age, it was so big um, to beat Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, um, and that. that the Arsenal game was probably bigger than the Tottenham, the Man City. I don't know why it just felt bigger. Maybe because there was that rival. We we knew the the other players, and um, we'd go to England and speak about it. So yeah, <laughs> that was always something. The, the Arsenal game was definitely one of the biggest games of the season. So then the next step in the journey, right? You had the loan to Vitessa, went well. Uh, then you moved to to Derby County, and fourteen goals, nine assists, played multiple positions in the team. What did Frank say to you to convince you to go to Derby last season? Um, he didn't really have to say much. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just standing in front of him? You're like, yeah. uh huh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously, I was at Vitesse and it went very, very well. Um, didn't start off too well. I think not many people see that side where the couple first couple months I wasn't really playing and it, it was very tough moving to a different country and having to learn the culture and my my mum come and stayed out with me for the first week. Um, it was very tough at the start because I wasn't playing. Um, but yeah, ended up very well. And um, then the next step for me was to try and choose a club where I would continue playing. Um, and then I met with the gaffer and yeah, after that meeting, I said to my dad, like, no other club. Like, it, was, it was in my mind. It was just straight. I've got to go to Derby. Um, how much I wanted to play under him and and learn from him, and that was that was kind of the decision after that. What's the one piece of your game that you feel improved the most last season at Derby? Um, probably the maybe the physicality side. Um, going from Holland to the Championship um, was a big step because in Holland the that side of the game isn't as high; it's more technical and and. Um, you didn't really get tested that much, but then going to the champ and playing there and <laughs> what that's like, you're playing against older, experienced players where some of them teams don't like to play. They just want to go long and you're playing off second balls, you're fighting. Um, so, yeah, that that's definitely a side of my game I think has improved and I learned so much playing in the championship. So transitioning that experience to the first team now, I mean, there's clearly you've picked up a lot of um, you know, attributes along the way from your loans, but now you're back here with Frank, kind of back-to-back years, different places. Mm. What's it been like to make that transition to the first team and, and now be a regular? Yeah, it's been um, been a bit of a roller coaster um, the first couple <laughs> months. <laughs> but I think for me and um, for Keo as well, coming in, knowing how the gaffer works, knowing how he likes to play, likes to train, um, I feel like we probably had that kind of advantage coming in. Um, obviously, this is a different level and we had to try and prove ourselves and, and come into sh- straight into pre-season knowing that the world-class players are in this squad. Um, my focus was straight on, I've got to work hard, get my head down and try and learn off these players day in, day out on training. Um, and every game, every opportunity I had to, to play was my opportunity to try and show them what I could do. So, um, yeah, it's been brilliant so far and I've been loving it. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there kind of surprised at yourself at how, how, how great foresight you had to go play for Frank, knowing obviously that he'd be the manager a season yes. later at Chelsea. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kind of worked out. Worked out no, not, not bad. Well played. Um, what was it like walking across the road from the Youth Academy to this first team building, 
knowing you had a locker here. Mm. This is your new home. <laughs> um, me and me and Tammy kind of speak about it now. We kind of pinch ourselves and we're playing for Chelsea. Like it, it, sometimes it doesn't really sink in. Um, but yeah, when you're at the academy that long and um, you look over the road, you see the first team building. That's always where you want to be. So um, to finally make that step and um, I think it's a lot of years um, where you're preparing yourself mentally that when you do make the step you need to be ready and you need to show why you're over here even though you are a younger player it doesn't it doesn't matter you've got to show you're over here for a reason and you can definitely bring something to the team and to the squad. So first home match of the season was against Leicester what was the the feeling or the emotions that you had kind of walking into the pitch for that match? And, and... <laughs> I, 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 I can't fathom and so I'm sorry I just can't wait to hear what you think it was. Yeah that, that's exactly it. Um yeah, it's something that obviously is a long and a long time you're waiting for that moment to step out. Um, you play youth games there, you play youth cups. I've won youth cups, two youth cups there, but stepping out as a first team player, starting, it's a feeling you can't really describe. Um, and I think if you see from the goal how much like de- determination and fire. I had to, to to win that ball and and to score and to make my debut um, a, a moment to remember. I think that was something that um, sticks in my head. Um, and yeah, and obviously get the goal and all my family are there. So it, it obviously meant meant so much to me and everyone. Yeah, the photographers are loving you, Fick yeah. and, 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 and Tammy. Another, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, I mean, you've obviously been influential in the team this this year. It's not just that you're. You're getting charity minutes. So you're scoring goals and you're you know playing key passes and doing a lot of tracking back. And you know, tell us a little bit about kind of that the Premier League level, how you've had to improve even from preseason until now. Yeah, I think um, training with the boys and and that kind of got me ready for the kind of level the Premier League because when you're going into the Premier League, you don't know what the level is. I'm coming from the Championship and. Um, yeah, it's so much higher. So yeah. I think training with the boys um, for that preseason really helped me kind of get the level up. And um, as soon as you know you're you're starting, that's the focus is on you. You're ready um, to make your debut. And um, yeah, it's been it's been this the, the preseason was brilliant for me, learning about how we want to play in um, the Premier League and how learning the boys because that's something that is massive. Getting to know the boys and. Um, um, knowing how they play and, and yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Uh, what is, what is the one part of your game you feel like you're working the hardest on right now to make sure you can maintain and go beyond in this Premier League area? <laughs> I think it's gym. I've just been downstairs <laughs> just before this doing gym with Tam. Um, yeah, I think it's always something that you can work on the physicality side, but I've always been small throughout the ages, so you kind of learn how to use your body and um, in different ways. But I think goals scoring goals getting assists that's always um in my mind <laughs> something that I, I can work on um but that's a massive focus of mine i always want to score goals and get assists and help the team out so yeah i think both of them especially after training with the gaffer trying to work on finishing and, and stuff like that so it's it's brilliant for me and um always want to score goals and help the team is there a, a better person in the world to learn <laughs> finishing from <laughs> i've said this loads of times um no I don't, I, for me as a midfielder and attacking midfielder there's no other person better to, to work off and and to learn um 
I, I did that last season a lot. Mm. So coming back now to Chelsea and, and carrying that going and just trying to um, work on my finishing. As you said, there's no better person to, to work with. So one of the things that we're kind of talking about here is trying to understand what does it mean to be Chelsea? What is the Chelsea DNA? So if you did define what that is for someone who is asking what it means to be Chelsea, how would you define it? Um, I would say probably the passion, playing for the team, um, the winning mentality is something that you learn from a young age, um, even though you're playing games and, and the main focus is to win. You need to win and... Um, Coming to the first team, you look at how many how many trophies there are in the cabinet and how many big trophies we've won. So that's definitely something that's massive, winning games and, and trying to win trophies for the club. And obviously, the, as I said before, the passion of playing for the club and that badge, when you when you put that shirt on, it means so much. So just got to work hard for the, for the club. So you're kind of a part of this new uh, generation. Um, how do you feel like you guys can bring you know, kind of this new era of success to the club. I mean, you just kind of talked about the last 25 years of, mm. you know, winning almost everything there is to win. Um, you clearly have this identity kind of built within you from under eights till now. You know, what's that look like for you? Yeah, I don't think there has been a time where there's been so many young players moving up and, and getting debuts. You see two more debuts, oh, five more debuts. <laughs> Not two more, there's the boys that come on, but five more debuts. Um last night so yeah I think um, as you said there's, there's so much history behind the club but I think we want to carry that on um, we're young we're hungry um, to to want to do well for the club so that's that we always speak with each other that we can try and keep that going and, and win as many trophies as we can we, we saw a meme that essentially said a, a 20 year old Mason Mount and a 21 year old Tammy Abraham uh, gave the kids a chance last night to play a little bit to make <laughs> way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a big opportunity for you guys, yeah. right? I mean, it's kind of the, the golden chance. Yeah, it's, we were speaking, me and Tommy, last night, um, saying like, when we was that age, like, imagine we us making our debut and um, 17, 16. It's, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable to, to see these boys coming through and they're brilliant players. And, it, and we look at ourselves, we're only 20 and 21, so it's, it's, it's crazy, yeah. Future's brain yeah, at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Awesome. Uh, I just kind of wrap it up with, you know, how is Chelsea different from other clubs, especially like in the identity? Uh, each club has a certain way of doing things. How do you think Chelsea go goes about doing things here? Um, I think if you look um, myself, I, I look at the academy, um, how many things we've won. I think five years we've won the FA Youth Cup in a row. Um, and being a part of that for two years, um, the Champions League winning that twice um, in a row. So it, I think starting from the academy and that, as I said before, that winning mentality, you build that from a young age. Um, you keep working that through the ages, and then when you get the chance to make it, well, make it, make the step up to the first team, you bring that with you and, and try and when you make that step up, you've got to show how confident and, and ready you are. So I think that's something that. Um, sticks with me that winning mentality and keeping that going even though you're a younger player coming up to to bring that to the first team awesome well mason as someone who owns you in fantasy i would just <laughs> like to say it's great to hear you're continuing to work on finishing and it's nothing but a winning mentality but no honestly just as as fans from abroad 
uh, just know that you've got an overwhelming amount of support in the United States. <laughs> We've got your back. Um, thank you. Uh, we're, we're excited to uh, continue to get to know about the Chelsea DNA and to have so many players that, and even staff. We really didn't even talk about how much <laughs> Chelsea DNA yeah, is in the no, staff. Yeah, yeah, so many. Um, we're really excited for this new chapter in Chelsea's time, and, and you're a big part of it. So, hey, thanks so much for hanging out. Thank with you. Uh, thank you very much. Cheers. Yeah. Take care.